Welcome to the Flabbera podcast designed for the creative, where we feature guest speakers to share the heart of their journey. We invite you to join us in the creative's nest, where we inspire you to take flight and release the flow of divine creativity. I'm your host, Rhonda Taylor, poet, writer, and founder of Flabbera. Get ready to renew your strength, mount up, and fly. Welcome to the Flabbera podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Taylor, and I have my very first guest, Delon LaDuff Gasson. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. Um, Delon is an author, prophetic artist, and creator. She has published multiple books, her latest being Catching Fireflies, a seven-step poetic guide to capturing glimmers of hope, and she is the host of the Chrysalis Experience podcast. Um, and so with this episode, I wanted to dedicate it to discussing our new official logo, which we got this year, masterfully done by Mr. Line. Um, and this is an important month because November is Flabbera's three-year anniversary. And we celebrated on November 9th. We did a giveaway. And now we're doing this episode. So a little backstory on how I know Mr. Line. Um, I met you, I think, in 2017 at a yeah. Black ink festival yes and we met in passing I didn't really stay long at your station but I remember you were promoting belief in wings that was I think your first book mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken and I remember grabbing your business cards along with a bunch of other business cards that day and I just kind of followed you from a distance on Facebook like I didn't really interact or anything like that but I knew you were there and I think I just followed you for a couple of years because mm-hmm. this was 2017 and it wasn't until 2019 that I actually reached out to you because Flabbera was really starting to take off we were doing flight night um, creative collective night event and I just felt this urge to reach out to you to ask you to do a workshop and to be a part of the event um, and I didn't really know you and that's how we connected and it was really powerful that workshop was so powerful I tell you this all the time but you got to do it again Mm -hmm. and (laughs) we've been connected since but that was just kind of like one of those really great divine connections and God was kind of planting that seed in 2017 yes and was already preparing it he already knew 2019 was going to come and kind of preparing it and so we finally connected on a deeper level and it's been good ever since absolutely and um I didn't know how um, important you were going to be to this process and this journey with Flav and Rob, but mm-hmm. you helped to create this logo. Like I couldn't have made it up myself and um, it just represents the organization so well. And so yeah. we'll get into that a little bit later. But the first thing that I want to ask you is for you to tell us about your creative journey overall. Like how did you begin and how did you get to where you are today? Wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here with you because he's touched very few people and um, everything that you do, it's just shares the heart of creativity. I think it shares the heart of our father and, um, and it just spills over into everything you do. So I'm really honored to be always be a part of anything that, that, you know, the Lord is doing through you. Um, as far as my creative journey, um, it started, of course, when we're yes. younger, you know, yes. when we're, when we're innocent and pure and untainted and, 
Uh, the world hasn't placed its grimy hands on us. The, the enemy is, uh, has not been able to, you know, slime over us too much. And um, I'd always been a child who loved to draw and write and sing um, and express myself in, in those ways. Um, unfortunately, it did get stunted. The world did begin to place its hands on me. You know, the enemy did start to attack people who were close to me, who should mm -hmm. have been encouraging. And supporting. Um, yes, my artistic talents and um, my creative uh, expression telling me that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't the artist in the family. So it got to a point where I began to draw and write secret and even sing in secret. I was told I wasn't the singer in the family, all these different things, you know. And so I started writing and um, my love of writing was is rooted in poetry. Mm -hmm. And I would write poems and I'd hide them in a folder under my bed and I would draw and I would hide it in that same folder under my bed. I wish I had this folder to this day. I threw it away. That's how convinced I was that those who are telling me that I'm no good, they must be telling me the truth. And I believed it. And so, um, I mean, I remember I even had my that first little Maya Angelou book of poetry. Um, it's like a pink and green book. One of the, the first uh, covers of, of that book, I would um, read it and I'd hide it where no one knew I was reading this poetry, you know. And I remember um, advance a few years and I was probably maybe 17 something like that, like a senior in high school. This is a really a profound moment. Um, you know, those are those, those moments that you remember in life. I mean, I'm 49 years old. There's a lot of mm -hmm. moments I have forgotten. <laughs> but there are those moments that you will never, ever forget. You remember where you were, where you were standing and what you said. I remember standing at my bedroom window, just leaning on the window, looking outside. And I said out loud, audibly, I said, one day, something of mine, I don't care what it is, is going to be published. And at that time, I had no idea what it was to make declarations right. or, or to make prophetic declarations. You know, I, I did not have that frame of reference, although I was always raised, um, you know, with the word and loving God, there were certain deep uh, uh, uh bits of, of truth that as believers, we need to know, you know, we need to know what it means to prophesy. We need to know what it means to speak over our situations. I didn't know the, um, that my words had power. So I had no idea that I literally released prophetic word out into the world and that those words would manifest one day. So um, fast forward many years. I mean, I, my, my degree is probably couldn't be further from <laughs> what I'm doing now. It's in, um, healthcare. Yeah. I was a firefighter. Um, so I'd done all these things in terms of, you know, first responder healthcare. I was going to go on to, um, to PA school. 
Um, and the reason I didn't go to PA school, because at this point we had already had, my husband and I had three children and that's when I decided I want to go back to school. I'm going to become a PA. Um, and that's a physician assistant for anyone who may not mm. know. Um, I was like, I'm going to go back to school, get my master's degree. I'm going to become a PA. And, you know, my kids are in school. They were still young. You know, the three that we had, they were young. And so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Well, then my husband and I, we were surprised and we were pregnant with twins. Okay. Now, at this point, I'd already submitted all of my application materials to, uh, to MUSC, and I'm just, you know, waiting to get started in the PA program. And that's when Holy Spirit said to me, don't do it. You need to withdraw your materials, open up that space for someone else. I'm like, yeah, how can I possibly do PA school is like med school squeezed into two years. I'm like, I've got three children and I've got two on the way. Okay, this is not going to be a good idea. And thank goodness the Lord spoke to me um, because when I had the babies, one of them ended up having um, medical issues and had to have surgery. So his first surgery was at five weeks old and his second surgery was at five months old. Wow. And so I was completely hands-on in caring for him, there was no way I would have been able to go to PA school um, at that time that he was born. You know, the starting PA school would have been right after he was born. So, um, so that put me in a position of now I'm stay-at-home mother because before I was working, I was working in the hospital and that's when I decided I'm going to go ahead on to PA school. So now I'm working and I'm at home with my three kids and, and my two, you know, brand new babies. And I'm feeling a little lost, to be honest. I'm like, what is happening? I did not at that time understand the value of being a, a stay-at-home wife and mother. Mm -hmm. um, I was, again, brainwashed by the world to think that if you are at home with your with your kids and taking care of your family and your household means that you're insignificant, that you don't play an important role in the Which world. Which is far that from the exactly, truth. Exactly. <laughs> that that your job is what made you. That's what I, I was thinking. So now I'm like, I'm not working. I'm not bringing in any income. I'm not working in the career that I want to be in. I'm not doing the thing, you know, I'm not advancing myself and I'm just stuck at home taking care of my husband and my children in my home. Such a flawed way to think because honestly, being a stay-at-home wife and mother is the most noble thing that anyone can do. It, is, it requires so much sacrifice and yes. so much giving of yourself. You're the chef and, and, the, and the housekeeper and you're the, the chauffeur and you're the doctor and the nurse and you're the teacher and the tutor. You're all of these things all throughout the day. And so I think God planned that strategically. Number one, to fix my mindset about what it means to, to serve and take care of your family, because your family is your first ministry. Definitely ministry. But also to sit me still so that I could remember that day when I stood at my window at 17 years old. And I did. 
well, what does all this mean? And what am I going to do with myself? All of a sudden I was walloped with that memory and I, I was blown away because then I remembered what I'd always wanted to do. What was always mm -hmm. at the heart of me is that I always wanted to create. I always wanted to write. I always wanted to draw. I always wanted to express myself through these creative measures through voice. Because for me, writing is voice. Drawing, you know, artwork is voice. Singing is voice. You know, there's so many ways that you can share your voice. And, and voice was always a very important concept for me. Even when mm -hmm. I wasn't drawing and, and writing, voice was always important to me because I had felt as though my voice had been attacked my whole life. And so I've always been this very strong, um, you know, proponent of voice where I've always encouraged people to, to express yourself in whatever means necessary. And isn't that funny that someone who's always believed in self-expression and, and a strong sense of voice was actually disconnected from her own. And so I think God just took that time sitting home and I'm taking care of my family to say, daughter, now's the time for you to do what I've always called you to do. And that is to create. And so that is what began my, my writing career. So I shifted careers. And so while I'm at home with my children, I started freelance writing. I was so um, like, is this good enough? Is my writing strong enough? Um, you know, how's this sound? I know my husband was sick of me in the beginning because I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would write a piece. Now here, a company has hired me to freelance write for them and I'm still questioning my ability. Right. Until eventually I got my feet under me, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing this. I love this. Um, I'm writing. I love to write. This is me expressing myself. And the more I began to write, the more uh, like my hunger for all of my creative avenues started to just really develop. And in writing just wasn't enough. Then mm -hmm. I shifted back. First time I picked up a pencil in so many years. Oh my goodness. I was so nervous. And I was like, what do I think I'm doing? You know? And I just was like, well, let me just go for it. When I got back into my drawing, that was when I realized that that was actually the closest that I feel to God when really? I am drawing. Yes, because I'm not thinking. I'm not an artist who was ever trained. Um, so I'm not drawing according to the rules. Mm -hmm. You see, it is completely Holy Spirit led where I am just drawing what I feel, what I see, what I feel the Lord is showing me, what I feel in my heart. It's just like full and total abandonment. There are no rules. There's no um, like with when I write, okay, let me make sure that um, I didn't miss a comma here. Did I spell this correctly? Is this the best way to, to structure this sentence? Let me go over this and edit it. Let me fix this. It isn't that way with drawing. With drawing, it is just literally pouring it out onto the page. And for me, there's no right or wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, and so once I got back into the drawing, into the artwork, 
it took me a good, I want to say three years to even say the words, I am an artist. Um, That's a hard one. Yes. To actually fully claim yes. I am an artist, not just say, oh, I kind of write sometimes or, yes, oh, I kind of draw. draw I am an yes. artist. I am a writer. Absolutely. Um, and claiming that stuff. Yes. And so it took a long time and, it, you know, because it's like, well, someone else will come along with who's who's been in this and has more talent and is far more creative than I am. And right. they've got more skill than I do. And how how what gives me the right to say that? Well, God gives me the right to say exactly. that. Like he placed these talents and gifts in me. And his goal is for me to share it with the world and express it, you know, with the world. So. That's what got me back on my creative journey. And then once I said, okay, I'm an artist, then I began, you know, I've, I've, I drew one of my book covers. Um, I've drawn many pieces where I've been, you know, uh, commissioned as an artist for other people. I've done other book covers for, for other folks, um, you know, portraits, pencil portraits for people, different things that I've done professionally um, as an artist, um, your logo. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and, and now I'm like, you know, I, I'm an artist. And then the Lord too has also many times where I've just drawn prophetic pieces that have just been strictly prophetic pieces. Um, most of my work is I just, I feel like most of my work period is prophetic because there's always meaning and truth behind it. Um, right. I think uh, when you partner your creativity with God, it's just, it's just prophetic. I don't know how to explain it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It completely is. And, and really you can't separate God from creativity. You cannot, um, you might not recognize it. Yes as that but it's definitely in partnership with god Absolutely. however you use that however it gets you know filtered right. it's still creativity comes from god that's right Absolutely. Um, i wanted to ask you a couple questions so mm -hmm. you were 17 when you made that declaration in that yes. prophetic word even mm -hmm. if you didn't know what that meant um you were speaking it Yes. Especially in a time where people were silencing that and you were suppressing that, you know, it, it came forth. Mm -hmm. So how old were you when, if you remember, like, how old were you from that moment to the moment that God kind of brought that back to your memory? Um, I think I was 32. I believe I was 32 years old when that came back to me. Let's see, because I'm 49 now. And mm -hmm. those sons, so maybe, maybe I was 33 because yeah, my boys are 16 now. Those twin boys are 16 and it was once I was at home with them. So it was around, yeah, I was in my early thirties when he brought that back to me. And That's crazy. Yes. Cause he doesn't forget when you spoke that it was released and That's he never right. forgot that. So even, you know, years later, he brought Abs that back to your memory. Absolutely. And, and it was long gone, you know, uh, that, that memory, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I ever recall a time ever reflecting back on that, mm -hmm. but he knew when I needed it. Exactly. You know, he knew when I needed to remember what I had said. And now 
multiple things of mine have been published, you know, I mean, I've, I've written, like I said, you know, it started out with freelance work where I was writing for, you know, I've written for print magazines, online magazines, um, columns, I've been a columnist and, you know, blogs. And now I have three books of my own. So, um, so yes, that definitely came back where my work has definitely been published. And, um, and I mean, I was happy, apparently, standing there at age 17, thinking just as long as one thing of mine was published, I was I would be satisfied with that. And so I had so much more in store. I had so much more in store. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also mentioned, you know, writing is one area that, you know, brings you satisfaction, but artistry specifically yes um is where you really lose yourself in a work and really free yourself just yes. to create with god and you talked about uh that creative inspiration specifically in art so do you remember like that first drawing or one that at least stands out to you where you just knew you were partnering with god in this and this was you know prophetic creative inspiration um as an adult Yes. Yes. But I mean, my very first piece when I, the very first thing I drew when I started drawing again was a tree. Mm -hmm. It was a tree. So when I started drawing again, I believe that was 2013 and it was a tree that I drew and, um, and it had, you know, it's, it's branches and, and it's twists and, and, um, you know, and dents and dings in it and, and the roots and just a few leaves that were sparse on, on the tree. And, um, and I knew then, I knew that, and I believe I drew it because I was feeling, um, it was like about giving and giving of yourself mm -hmm. and then the seasons that we go through as well even in those times when we need to replenish right we go through seasons of where we need to take care of ourselves well gosh just think about the tree itself it still is sturdy it's firm you can lean on it even when i feel like i need to replenish myself i'm still can be that something for someone I'm still there. And that's crazy. Um, that's your first piece that you drew, yes. mm -hmm. you know, getting back into it as an adult. Yes. Um, like your creative gifts never leave you. Mm -mm. Um, they can be dormant for a little while, but they just never leave you. Right. Um, and they grow as you keep exercising and stuff like that. Yeah. But it just never left you. And how powerful is that meaning, you know? It really in, is. In one of your first drawings and then just continuing from there. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, and I think I've, the tree has been a constant symbol. Yeah. And a lot of my work, including the one. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, that's a good, yes. uh, yeah, because Flavara starts with that and we'll, we're definitely going to get into that. I guess I want to know a little bit more about your artistic process. Mm -hmm. Um know what medium you use because I think it's kind of crazy and yeah. how do you move from the blank canvas 
to a fully developed artistic design. Let me tell you, it is something else. It's crazy because um, I I talk about the white space a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So you have this. Um, I love to draw on my favorite thing to draw on is um, watercolor paper. Very, first of all, I like a very large canvas. Um, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like a very large canvas. Um, so yeah, normally like that 20 by 30 big sheet of white paper. Um, and I use pencil. So um, I'm a pencil artist. I've tried and I'm continuing to, the Lord is continuing to teach me and develop me and show me um, because I do want to get into um, to paints, mm -hmm. um, acrylics and, and, and oils specifically. Um, but um, right now, you know, my, my favorite is, is pencil and color pencil. Mm -hmm. And so um, when drawing with pencil, on a piece of watercolor paper. If anyone has ever uh, used watercolor paper, the watercolor paper is um, is textured. And typically when you get a large piece like that, the edges are frayed. And I feel like that that is a wonderful representation of not just life, but particular and particularly me. Um, I am textured. My edges are frayed. You know, I think that's with most people, you know, we have all these different, you know, lumps and bumps and things, you know, that are on us and, and our edges are frayed. But when we introduce that, that creative element, you know, what a beautiful picture can be displayed. And so I, I, for me, the, the propheticness of the art piece starts at the very beginning with just the type of paper that, that I draw on. Um, I feel it's very symbolic and very, um, just very representative of, of the human condition. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I love to begin like that, but I'm going to tell you when that big old piece of white paper is staring at me, it's intimidating every single time. Yes. Because I never know what the end result is going to be. Trust and believe that when I start out to the time that I finish, I look at the finished product and I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Only you knew this was going to come out of this. I had no idea that was going to, to be the end result. Um, he normally gives me just a tiny glimmer in the beginning and I just start mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And as I, it's like, okay, Lord, what am I doing first? And then I just start with that. And then the next element comes and the next element comes and it comes until the page is telling a story. Right. You know, and, and it's a beautiful process. It's a process of um, complete abandonment and trust also. Um, because you could, you know, get all in your head and think, I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't going anywhere. Or you can just give way to the process and just completely allow Holy Spirit to guide you and just allow your creativity to just take the lead and you follow. Exactly. And that's where that peace comes from. It's like a sanctuary, you know? 
it, it, it really is a sanctuary because you're like, listen, there's no rules here. Whatever I see, whatever you show me, whatever I feel, whatever bubbles up out of me, that's what we're doing. That's what we're drawing, you know, and um, and that's really what happens. So it's just a um, and I think that's why I feel the closest to God then, because it, that's what God wants from us in all areas of our life is let go and allow right. him to lead, allow him to direct and order our steps and we follow. Right. We're yeah. a part of the process. And yes. creativity never fails you. Um, no. Like, I know when you show up, it can be intimidating. You don't know what's going to cut the product, mm -hmm. but creativity never fails you. Yes. And as a creative, for me, I'm a writer and a poet. Like, mm -hmm. my writing tells me where it wants to go yes like and i am just following it absolutely um, and sometimes i try to force it in situations and it's like this mm -hmm. is not where i want to be and it's like you have to listen to your creativity it's not going to fail you you That's have right. to trust the process and you're going to get to that end result and it's so surprising um because yes. sometimes you don't even expect to get there or that it will even come out to look like what it did absolutely um, Absolutely. And I think the blank canvas is just when you talk about that's the beginning for me, I just think about um, creating out of nothing yes. and divine creativity. Like you're looking at this blank can canvas, you're looking at the void, just like God did in Genesis one and one and creating out of nothing. Yes. To, to to get to something um, you're right. looking at, and it's interesting because you create with this huge I mean y'all it's like <laughs> half this half my size like it's uh I have the logo like the original artwork and it's just sitting on a wall by itself because <laughs> it is its own thing <laughs> it is its own thing it needs its own wall because it's that big but you're looking at this huge you know, blank canvas and void and be yeah. like, I'm going to create out of nothing. Yes. That's, I think that's really powerful. It really is. It's amazing. And, you know, I, I think probably like the two flight nights that you had where I performed a piece, even then. Mm -hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, those, those, those words, it's like when you abandon, whether you're writing, um, you know, prose or, or you're writing um, poetry or you're drawing, whatever it is that you're doing when you surrender and you yes. allow that creativity to literally just flow through you, the end result is always amazing. I mean, I have like just the two those two poems that I did for you at the yes. very end of it, I was like, Lord, whoa. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, you feel like a fraud if you try to take credit because you're like, God, that yeah. is you, Father. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, that was not me. That was all you. But just a, that's such a beautiful uh, place to be in. It's so satisfying. It's, uh, it's hard to describe, right? Going yes. from that very beginning when you're nervous and intimidated and you have no clue, you feel like None. you have no clue what you're doing or where it's going. 
And then you go through this process and it's like whoosh and you're like, bam, and you have this finished product and you're like, holy moly, what in the world just happened? It's like that alone is just like, it's a testimony each time, right? Yes. You're like, uh, there is a God because look at this. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> and you word. start with, right. you, you start poem. with something so small. You yes. start with like the seed of something. You know it has potential, but you don't really know the potential until you start planting it and then it grows into absolutely, you know, so much. It's literally this birth process, you know, it's literally seeing that little embryo, you know, grow all the way to this, the birth of this baby or a little tiny seed in the ground grow to this, you know, this orchard of trees, you know, so it's, it is so amazing it's so rewarding and fulfilling and challenging and chaotic yes (laughs) it's 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 every emotion it's it's every emotion and um and i really wouldn't have it any other way you know it's it's amazing it's definitely a journey Mm -hmm. Um, but the end result is always worth it yes like it's always worth it. For sure. So let's talk about Fly Barra's yes. logo. Yes. Like your process, how it began, and like the deeper meaning <sighs> behind creating that. Um, and so the logo is up. It's on our social media profile picture. It's in the timeline. Um, and even while listening to this podcast, like it's the podcast cover art. So it's it's everywhere now. Yes. <laughs> so just kind of walk us through through the logo. Yes. So um, I think the logo actually began. You and I, I think we were having lunch. I believe we were we were having lunch together, and you were telling me about Fly Barra. <clears throat> I was at about... your house. <clears throat> um, I was yes. at your house and I think you, oh, you were I don't know if you were, right. per- we were, yeah, we I don't were know if you house. were performing for the first time or the second time, but I was just kind of, you know, talking about the vision, talking about Flabbera, because honestly, I think I had just gotten the full name. Yes. Uh, and stuff like that. So I was kind of yeah. talking to you. Yes. And so you were, you were talking and you were talking, telling me about the word bara, meaning, you know, to create, but specifically to create from nothing mm-hmm. and, and fly for loving you. While you were talking, I just remember seeing this image of, and it was so, it was so faint. It was like, it was in the distance, right? You know, the God wants you to come for it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give you every single thing all at once. He wants to uh, draw you in. And that's what that flash did for me. So I could see what appeared to be like a little like a little seedling with a sprout coming from it. <clears throat> and then, but the sprout had two extensions, but I knew that the extensions were arms. And I remember stopping you and telling you, whoa, I just saw something and you were like you know oh my gosh please draw that for me (laughs) and I was like I will I'm gonna pray into it more and so I think at the time uh I I think at the time I really wanted a logo 
because I had gotten the full name and yes. I really wanted a logo. And I think yes. kind of in my own personal whatever, I was trying to force it. You know, I've been trying to force. I tried to force the <laughs> name. I tried to force the logo. But it well, goes at a time that God wants it. And he has it, to position people and things in the right place. Absolutely. So I thank God for you. <laughs> it is It is so true. It is so true. It's like it always works out exactly when it's supposed to. Um especially when you're partnering with him and it's all according to his design and yes. you know it it just comes through and it works out well. And so I just I saw, you know, seeing that and I'm like that it was just those arms, those arms, right? It was like, okay, something is sprouting up and then the two branches out. And I was like, that's the why. That's the why, you know? And, you know, I was like, that's it, you know, the F-L-Y, whatever this is that I'm seeing, it's, it, it's the why. Oh my gosh, saying that right there, it's the why. Like why, W-H-Y, mm -hmm. like the reason, the purpose. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's, that, that in, in itself is prophetic, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so as we started, you know, when I sat down to put, you know, pencil to paper, it was like, okay, Lord, you know, that image you initially gave me, let's go. I'm ready. You know, <laughs> let, let's do this. And as I began to, to draw it, it was, it was revealed that this is coming from his hand. He's creating this. He has yes. created this, this thing that's sprouting up it's rooted in him. And that's when it was like the roots. It's not a little seed. You know, you see those little images with the little, the little tiny seed and then the little right. uh, green sprout coming up. I was like, oh my gosh, it's not, it's the, it's not a seed. It's a tree, you know? And that's, I was like, it's a tree. That's what it is. It's the tree and her arms are the branches. And, and it, it, it was just always, I don't know why, always it was a her. It was yes. always a her. Um, it just has always f just flowed out from me that way. Um, of course, doesn't mean that this isn't for men and women, but it was just always a her. The tree was always a her. She's springing forth up from his hand because he's created her out of nothing. She's rooted in him. So if uh, folks are looking at the image, they'll see that there's a clump of soil in God's hand and from that soil is coming up this tree and the roots are hanging down in between God's fingers. And as the trunk goes up, it begins to form the, the shape of a woman and her arms are coming up, lifted so up. So I think raising. I just had a revelation mm -hmm. um, when you said, I don't know why it was a she. It has to be a woman. I don't know why it's a she. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I just got it just now. Wow. That, because um, I went through a process in 2019 where I felt like I went through what I called at the time a creative drought mm -hmm. and later called it creative barrenness. <laughs> oh. Um, and people would prophetically come to me and say, give birth. Yes. To every creative thought. You are birthing creativity. So it's interesting. I don't know. Absolutely. When you said woman, it made me think of that. Yes. Because um, we do give birth to creativity. But go ahead. She Absolutely. has her arms and yes. praise. And yes, so her arms, is, they're lifted up. And it's like, in that, those arms lifted up means so much, right? It's like praising. It's, a, it's abandoning. 
Um, it's, it's giving way, it's giving forth. It is giving birth, you know? It is, it's like, just like full expression mm -hmm. of belonging to the Lord, being led by the Lord and being used by the Lord. And so I think that I told you too, that I felt, so what you just said makes perfect sense because the, she's got a, a band of flowers mm -hmm. um, around her, her head. And I remember when you asked me, you were like, what do the flowers represent? And I was like, in that moment, I'm like, oh no, that's just what God had me withdraw. <laughs> Like, Here's know. the thing, like, okay, Mr. Lon, I've known you for a little bit, and with your creativity, it's like nothing is just right. With nothing is just there for 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 the sake of it. Like That's I was true. like, this has a deeper meaning. <laughs> what are the flowers? And I wanted to know because it just always there's just so much more when you create stuff. Right. So. And so I was like, well, Lord, she wants to know what these flowers are. So. <laughs> flowers and that's when it hit me it was like well i've i've created her from nothing but i've created like god has created us to mm -hmm. create and those are her blooms she's creating she's fruitful you know yes. and i was like oh i get it now and I was like, okay, that's why, because I don't know what I was literally, I was just led, right? Mm -hmm. I was just, it, none of this was my own thoughts. None of this was, oh, you know what? I could put a whatever, whatever here. And oh, that would be cool. Oh, such, I heard that such and such represents this or that. I could put it, none of it was anything like that. It was just completely whatever fell in my spirit. It, that's what I did. I just followed his lead. And so, um, so once we had the woman, you know, in his hand and oh, also just like an hour before we started talking, I realized that the hand that she's in is God's right hand. And Isaiah 41 10 oh, says good. that he will hold you up by the strength of his right hand. And see, Isaiah, this logo just keeps. <laughs> yes, that's the right hand. Wow. I've never had intention right. to, to draw the, the, the right hand. So I was like, oh, wow, God. I mean, I only realized that literally today literally wow. today right before we, we we got on the line together so um he's created her to create and he's he's if he's the creator right and she's birthed from nothing and she is created to create and he's creating through her because she is rooted in him mm -hmm. and when she allows him to create through her to allow her tree to 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 produce good fruits right then she's fully abandoned and so her arms are raised up high she's in worship in praise in full surrender in full creative mode like here i am lord use me like you will right and so here she is this beautiful why 
Okay. She's the why. This is the why of your whole fly barack, right? And she's smack dab in the middle. Yes. <laughs> and so I drew that and I said, Lord, I see something. Something is over her head. Something's something's flying over her, God. Something's over her. I just can just show me what it is, Father. So and you were sending me uh Pictures, pictures as yeah yes. progress pictures as you were going and at first it was just you know God's hand and the woman and the why and I was like something's in her hand I don't know what it is uh -huh. but something's in and I didn't know how to articulate it because I didn't it was just a vague you know thought or scene right. I was like is it the flabbera part but we already talked about it she's the why and flabbera like continues into that so I knew something was in her hand but I didn't know exactly what right so I thought that was interesting yes and so when I was like God I know that there's something so something's above her something something is right above her Lord and he it, he just hit me with it it was an eagle with outstretched wings and I was like, okay, we're drawing an eagle. Let's go. And I knew it was like, you know how you have, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody is on like the, the, the flight tarmac or something and they raise their arms up or, or, or maybe it's an air show, you know, and somebody is on the flight strip and they raise their arms up and then right. it's this flight, this fighter jet flies over them or whatever. It was like she's raising her arms up and this eagle is like flying right over her in that moment with its wings outstretched, right? This beautiful wingspan and it's directly over her as if, I mean, as if she's orchestrating it or she's, you know, telling it where to fly. And it's like, it's a banner over her, right? And so I draw this eagle and then that's when I realized, and because in that moment, I had not remembered that your foundation scripture mm -hmm. is Isaiah 40, 31. You yes. know, those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength and renew their power. And they will lift up their wings like eagles and yes. they will run and not be weary. They will walk and not grow faint. And it was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it until after it was, it was drawn. And I was like, oh my God, Lord, thank you. You know, that's it. That's it. And so the, again, with her arms up, right? It's like, while you do what? While you wait on the Lord, you wait and you worship. You wait and you praise him. You wait and you surrender. You know, sometimes creativity is there's a lot of waiting involved, waiting yes. for what's next. Right. You know, we want to create, 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 but we're not machines. Sometimes we have to wait like, OK, Lord, what do you want to create through me now? What's the next book? What's the next poem? What's the next art piece? And God sometimes is saying, OK, wait, wait for it. Wait a minute. OK, well, while I'm waiting, I need to wait properly. I need to wait well. I need yes. to wait and worship, you know? And so here is the symbol of, of renewed strength that is her banner. You know, the strength of the Lord is over her and she's also rooted in his hands. So she's completely covered by God. 
So she's come, she's in God's hands and, and his strength is over her. And so she's completely covered and, 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 and there she is, she's safe. And, um, and I think that when, when we do what the Lord has called us to do and be the creatives that he's called us to be. And I think that applies for anyone, even those who aren't uh, creating in like the arts. Arts, right. Yes. Creativity expands past that. Absolutely. Everyone is a creative because we were all created in his image. And if he is the creator, then we were created to create, even though every single thing that's that, that, that ever becomes is already in existence. It still has to manifest through us. And that's why our creativity uh, hinges upon his creativity. He's the master creator. We are creatives and creators because he is, you know, so not because we want to walk around and take credit for anything. I know that I'm a creator, but I know that I cannot be without him. It's not outside of him. And he gets the glory because right. of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's the story of the Flybara logo. And, the and it just it. keeps, you <laughs> know, you keep learning new things about it for you. It was an hour ago. And as yes. you're saying, I don't know why it's a woman. And I like, I got it. Yes. I, I get why it's a woman. Right. Um, and this logo. I mean, it's such a God thing. It's so phenomenal. I couldn't have made it up. I don't think even you could make it up. You just had to, you know, receive the download and just yes. flow from there. It really is the epitome of what the vision is about. Absolutely. Like how we're called to co-create with the creator, to use our gifts, to love God and to love people. Um, man, it's just, it's powerful. Yes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it takes your breath away when you think about just how intentional God is. Absolutely. Um, with giving us these gifts, with partnering with him in these gifts. Um, it's just really cool. Yes, it is. And He's way cool. So cool. <laughs> he added that eagle in in the last minute. I could mm-hmm. see it. You could see it. And it's the foundational scripture. Yes. It is about taking flight Mm -hmm. um as creatives and so i think that's interesting and you um even though flabberon's about eagles and stuff a part of your um ministry or Mm -hmm. you know what you do is about the significance of the butterfly yes taking flight in that way absolutely yes indeed Um, and the significance of voice, we kind of talked about that right. a little earlier, but even the significance of voice and how you exercise that power of voice through right. your creativity. Yes. And then, so. you know, it's, 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 it's hard, you know, it's beautiful to talk about, you know, right. It's not always, <laughs> right. It's beautiful to talk about. It isn't always easy. You know, because no. sometimes you you start to get in your head or you allow outside, you know, voices, thoughts or ideas to, you know, to to invade. But yes. it's important to remember to keep that space of creativity sacred where outside thoughts don't come in, where you're not concerned with, well, how is how is someone going to receive this or you know, what will people think of this? 
will anyone get it? It kind of doesn't really matter. And it's not our responsibility to worry about those things. Our responsibility is to just partner with God. Yes. And do what he said, do. Yes. And he (laughs) handles the rest. Your gifts make room for you. Absolutely. Um, It's for a specific people. It's definitely not for everyone. And that's okay. That's right. Um, It's for specific people. And God used those gifts, even if it's not just, you know, we talk about creativity, but God, you know, those gifts have a purpose. Yes. And it's going to be fulfilled. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that it's important for, for people to really remember the significance of what it is that the Lord has placed in you, what your yes. gifts and talents are, and um, just honor those things and releasing it, you know, releasing it into the world and, and taking flight, allowing that stuff to just really just off and, um, and it's amazing that even when you may be having those moments of maybe feeling down on yourself as a as a creative, as an artist, whatever form of because art it, it is that you're in, yeah, you'll be surprised at the folks who are like, you inspire me. And you're sitting there going, what? Are you serious? Um, I don't feel like much of an inspiration. I've had that happen so many times. I get a lot of people that do this will text me a beautiful picture of like a butterfly that they saw. Delon, I saw this and I immediately thought of what you said about blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm really, since you're with you teaching the things that you do, I'm really starting to look at God's creations differently. And I mean, like making me cry because I'm like, Lord, you used me to touch this person this way. And they saw something that reminded them of me and saw fit to reach out to me and tell me thank you or to encourage me or tell me to keep it up at the very moment that I needed to hear. Always at the very moment. Yes. When you want to distance yourself from it, when you right. want to give up, when you're feeling disappointed or like yep. it's just not leading to anything. It's right. like, I, I got to draw you back in. I yes. got to remind you, you know, what I've yes. called you to. And remind you of your purpose. You. It's not just for nothing. You're, you're, you're on to something here because we're usually ready to quit. Quit. Uh, at the moment where he's like, child, you're, you're right there. Keep right going. there. <laughs> and, you know, we're thinking, oh, I'm not making a difference. I'm not helping anybody. Um, I'm feeling stagnant or whatever. Well, we all go through seasons, you know, we go right. through seasons. We cannot be that tree that's brimming over with, with apples, you know, or whatever is your favorite fruit, not pomegranate for me. <laughs> you can't do that tree. That's, um, you I know, mean, that's we're in fall right now. So I mean. exactly, exactly. So there has, there's a, there's a season where you're like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm resting. Um, the Lord is filling me up, but you know, that's, that can lead into a whole nother conversation, right? <laughs> Thank you for, you know, 
sharing the deeper meaning behind the logo, Absolutely. Um, designing it for us, of course, mm. um, which is just, it's still, mm-hmm. it still blows me away. It's, yeah. it's in my room. I just stare at it. Uh, <laughs> I allow first lady and pastor to see it in person. Cause I was like, you have to see it in person. Oh. Like it, and we just could not help but to stare like it consumes you. It draws you in. I, I can't really explain it. But you just know that it is a God creative thing. Um, and he's giving you that wow. with, with many of the things that you've done. Um, Thank and you so, so I'm much. just glad to know I mean, you. I mean, <laughs> I'm so just much. glad to be connected to you. And I, you, I can't um, wait for another flight night because, you know, when you, when I you know. call me up to the state, poem always seems <laughs> to come out. And I'm like, Lord, you probably got something to say. <laughs> definitely planning to do more in 2022 I want to leave the people with a creative inspiration I try to leave with creative inspiration so Mm -hmm. what's one encouraging if you haven't gotten anything from the podcast completely what's one encouraging message or creative inspiration that you would like creatives to take away from this conversation Sometimes we struggle with creative block, Uh, whether it's a writer's block or if you're an artist, there's sometimes someone feels blocked in that in that way. When I say how I've gotten to the point where I know how to just let go and let God take control, there's here's I want to give you a little uh, tip or a key to being able to get past if you feel blocked, if you feel as though um, I'm trying to create something, I'm trying to write something, I'm trying to draw something, but I, st- I feel like there's, there's something that's blocking me. Shift creative gears, then express in a different way. So maybe you sing, maybe you dance, maybe you draw, um, maybe you play an instrument, do one of those things shift your creative gears and and focus it on a different area for a little while because it's going to release you're going to be able to release your voice and express your voice in that way and then come back to the writing or whatever it is let's say if you were drawing then you can shift gears and go to something else and then come back to it you will see a complete difference in in doing that. So it's like you're still in creative mode. Mm -hmm. And as you're creating, you are worshiping. You're worshiping the Lord. You're honoring those gifts. So then when you switch back to the gift that you felt kind of blocked in, you've had that creative release and you should feel a better flow in, um, in that, through that medium or through that avenue. And so I say all that to say that it's going to help in terms of being able to be fully abandoned in whatever it is that you are um, creating, whatever you're orchestrating, you know, because that's what it's about. It's it's creating. It's like uh, when you when you're putting these different elements together, 
it's like an orchestra, right? So you have an orchestra and you've got this instrument and this instrument and this instrument. So if I'm drawing and I've got different elements of the picture, I'm drawing and I've got this instrument and this element is representative of an instrument. And so when it all comes together, it's just creating this beautiful song. It's like this orchestral masterpiece, okay? And so that's how you get to that point of literally just giving way to the process, getting yourself and your mind out of the way and allowing the Lord to just speak through you and spill out through you in whatever creative um, avenue it is that you are trying to express yourself. So really is about an exercise of getting out of the way and getting out of your own way, getting right. out of your head and getting to your spirit and to the heart of you and getting out of that because our minds are programmed, you know, our minds are, we've, we've got this whole template of, you know, whatever it is that we've been through in, in our lives, we, you know, it tries, the world will try to program you, your mind. So get out of your head and just get into the Lord and you can get into the Lord by just shifting gears, you know, if need be. But that's how you can just literally feel fully abandoned um, and, and, and fully give way to the, to the process of it, where you're just out of the way and you're like, Lord, what's, what is it that you would like to do? What is it that you're trying to create through me? And so I hope that helps. No, that's great. Um, that's beautiful because I'm definitely one of those people who are constantly in my head putting mm -hmm. this pressure on myself that it just takes away from like the fun and the joy of creating. Yes. Um, and I just have to step away. Absolutely. And like you said, creativity is an act of worship. I learned that very recently yes, that is. creativity is an act of worship. Let me tell you. Um, with yeah. God. Um, I don't know if you have time for this, but. I, oh, no, we I, got once, I saw this, um, a, a video of this man. Um, he is a pianist. Um, I went on to learn later that he's actually some concert pianist, uh, performs in all these different grand audiences. And the way that he was playing the piano, first of all, I was so inspired by it that I penned a poem for it about That's it. That's good. Whenever yes. creativity inspires oh creativity. Gosh. Yes, it's the most magnificent <laughs> thing, right? It's like this chain reaction. Yes. And he, when I tell you, he wasn't just sitting there playing the piano. He captivated you. Like you didn't, it was not just a listening experience. It was a, a visual experience because he played the piano grand and his arms were going all around the place. I mean, it was mesmerizing at what it was that he was doing and how he was literally orchestrating the air around him. And it was, you could tell that he embodied creativity. He embodied what it was that he was doing. He was fully abandoned to the complete process of playing this piano. And he played it not with just his fingers, but with his whole body and his mm -hmm. whole heart and his whole soul. And that's how I feel 
we as creatives ought to approach our uh, creative, whatever it is that is in front of us that, that we're creating, whatever it is that we're doing, whatever masterpiece it is that we're working on, it should embody us. And it'd be a full, full experience, heart, mind, body, soul, everything, you know? And it was, it was amazing. I will never, ever forget that. That man, oh man, it, it struck me at the heart of me. I was like, that's it. That's how I want to create right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's powerful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. I Absolutely. mean, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I'm glad you were my first guest. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Talking with you so, is always phenomenal. Yes. Um, so you can find Miss Delon on social media at Delon or Delon LaDuff Gasson. And you can visit her website at www.delon.com. D-O-N-L-O-Y-N. So. Yes. But thank you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me, Rhonda. I appreciate you. <laughs>